Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Magnify you. Receive our praise and glory this morning. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of grace, spirit of truth. Thank you for all you are to us. Our help, our strengthener, our teacher, our advocate, our intercessor, our GPS. Spirit of grace, spirit of truth, we appreciate you. Thank you for leading and guiding us into all truth and by the truth. Thank you for reinvigorating us. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for feeding us. Thank you for illuminating us. We appreciate you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for magnifying Jesus. I step aside this morning. I ask you to take your place. Wear me as your hand glove and express yourself freely through me this morning. So I bring every ear, every heart, every soul. Another son of my voice to you. Encounter us. Heal us. Strengthen us. Save us. Establish us. Let all glory and honor be given to Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray this morning. Praise the Lord. Good morning, church. I welcome you to this wonderful service this morning. Praise the Lord. As we receive all our friends from across the globe, the Lord is reaching you wherever you are. Glory to God. Somebody say with me, this is who I am. You're not even sure of yourself. This is who I am. By the blood of Jesus Christ, I am eternally redeemed. I am eternally forgiven. I'm eternally delivered. I'm eternally blessed and cannot be cursed. Do you believe that? Eternally redeemed, eternally forgiven, eternally delivered, eternally blessed. No room for cause. Glory to God. You declare this to yourself every morning, every day. That's who you are. As the redeemer of the Lord, as a child of God. Blood wash, blood burst. Praise God. Because when you declare that, the devil, the moment you wake up in the morning, the devil is afraid. He say, oh, he has arisen again. The terror have come. You will no more be terrorized. You become the terror to the enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. We started a message last Sunday, but we are going another direction this morning. Someone say with me, I will never abandon you. The Lord sent me to tell you this morning. You are not a son of my voice. He said, I should tell you, I will never abandon you. I will never abandon you. Somebody say, God, Mosai, 
will never abandon me. Praise God. Never abandon you. If you have not received anything today, as you live from today, every day of your life, know you have the assurance of his presence that he will never abandon you. You have, have the assurance of his help. Praise God. Let's read our text. Isaiah chapter 49 verse 15. Isaiah 49 15. I'm reading from New King James Version of the Bible. Isaiah 49. Oh, thank you. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. Amen. Verse 16, and the last verse. See, know, understand, be assured, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. I have inscribed you. I have tattooed you. I have imprinted you at the palm of my hand. So every time I open my hands, who do I see? Fred Oimuse. Who do I see? You. You put your name there. Whenever God opens his hand, who do, does he see? You call your name. That's who you are. That's how important you are to God. Praise God. I look at the word abandoned. To be abandoned. There are many dictionary definitions. But I picked couple. He said to be deserted. Left without support. Left without care. Left without needed protection. Deserted, left without the needed protection, left without support, left without care. And there are so many people today on earth, and so many under the sound of my voice, that are feeling that way. They, every day they wake up, they felt all alone, deserted, left without needed protection. They feel naked. Insecurity. They feel all alone. They feel the weight of life that nobody cares for them. He sent me to tell you the fact that you are going through does not make that you are all alone. You know, we talked last Sunday, we said, don't call me Mara. Because we have to understand that this life has ups and downs. 
it's not a straight road. It's not a flat, straight road. You have the valleys and you have the mountain top. That's why we have seasons. Somebody says seasons. David writing in Psalm 23 verse 4, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I don't feel abandoned because thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they what? Comfort me. It's unfortunate that many people in the church today due to the pressure of life feel abandoned. They feel all alone. They feel deserted. They feel that nobody cares for them. They feel naked. They feel insecure. Hear me, hear me clearly. He said he will never abandon you. We said last Sunday, you have to know who you are. Your identity and who you are. And that's why we make this declaration every time I come to preach before I preach. You are very important to God. You are not defined by where you come from. You are not defined and qualified by the name of your father and mother, you answer. Yes, naturally, the name of your parent make way for you, right? Somebody from Walmart family or, or Marriott. But everybody from Walmart family enjoying life. Or Marriott. There are people that are from well-known family. Yeah, they have all the bells, bells and whistles of life. But look deep. They're not secure. Some of them are, free, are living, they are drug addicts. Right? Longest time, God taught me a lesson. To be the best of who he made me, not to be like somebody. When he open up to you what that person is carrying, you say, wow. There's a proverb where I come from. You know foul. Hmm? That chicken we eat everywhere. Many Americans don't see. It's only those in the countryside that see chicken how they are. They have feathers. They are not naked. They are not like goat or dog. Dog don't have feathers. Dog, chick, chick uh, cats don't have feathers. Do you think that chicken is like dog or cat? Because these are the ones they see regularly. Chicken have feather that covers it like birds. But their feathers are bigger than the birds. So it depends on the size of the bird. The proverb said that they sweat. Right? The fowl, the hen, the chicken, the sweat. But human beings don't know due to the feather that covers them. 
So you don't just look at somebody through the lens of your eyes. You say you want to be like him. You are the best that God has created. That is the reason why when you go to do your biometrics, right? They do your fingerprint. They do your eyes, right? Because there's no one person like you with the same eyes and with his fingerprints. Right or wrong? That is how unique you are. Psalm 138, he say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Uniquely crafted. You don't have second you. You have your best, the best you. You are the best of you that God has created. The Bible says we follow on to know as we follow to him. You cannot know you when you don't know him. You, there is no way you can know your full potential. The totality of who you are. They are your own capacity is hidden in him. So as you discover him, as you know him, then you, you discover yourself. You know like the onion as you peel it. And that's why some of you, okay, we might say that I'm speaking over your head. You are hidden in him. I am dead and my life is hid in Christ. In where? In God. So for you to know you, you have to spend time to know him. You know what I'm saying? And how do you know him? It's through his word. As you spend time with your word, the word of God, you discover you know, have more of him in you and you have more of you. You know your realities. Oh, I am not giving the spirit of fear. I'm giving the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Right? So I should not fear. When issues come, when circumstances come, you what? You brace up. I should not fear because I have the spirit of love, of power, and what? Sound mind. When things around you are shaking and there are threats all around you to violate you, to harm or hurt you, because you have set out no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I will, I shall condemn. Not the priest, not the prophet, not the bishop. Every tongue that rises against me, I have the authority to condemn it. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You discover your ability, your capability, your capacity. As you spend time in and with the world. So if you are doing this, how can you feel abandoned? 
Because in the first place, issues happen to everyone born by a woman. You understand what I'm saying? Everyone born by a woman. Everyone on living on this set. I told us last Sunday, as long as we are living on this earth, Jesus says, we will have tribulation. He said, but be of good chest. I have overcome the world for you. So whenever the season comes, whenever challenges come, because you know who is with you. So we're going to go into the scriptures and take and read the scriptures to know that whatever is season, God has created you just like that mighty ship to withstand every type of storm in the deep sea. You understand what I'm saying? Every type of storm in this deep sea, or that 747, or 8833, or whatever they call it, carrying over 250 passengers right there in the air, and there's heavy storm. I remember one of our trips. We're flying from um, Colorado into um, your state. Oregon, Portland, we're going to Portland. I had a, I had appointment. I was preaching. I had time with appointment with uh, TB, TBN. Uh, then I have recorded recording time with them. So I have how many sessions that very day? So as we're flying from Colorado into or Portland, Oregon. There was this heavy storm. And when you look up there, the, you see all those, the mountain, that, that area is something dangerous. My wife got a hold of me. She grabbed me like this. Honey, honey, I said, relax. We are safe. The people that manufacture that aircraft have insulated it with the capacity to withstand storm, right? In the air. The people that manufactured the ship have built into it the capacity to withstand the storm in the sea, right? Much more than the aircraft manufacturer and the ship builders. God have insulated you and put in you the shock observer to withstand any storm of life. Any storm of life, any season, you have the capability, the capacity to withstand it. But you have to know that is why the scripture says in Hosea 4 says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. There is no sp problem that can sink a child of God that know who he is and who he is. No storm. David said, 
Though I go through. There's always a going through for every one living on this side of eternity. Everyone. Those that have 747 as their private jet. Those that have massive ship as their yacht. Those that ride on Lambo or Rolls Royce or Corolla. Or those that have their bus ticket. Or those that ride their bike. Because I take time to watch these guys that ride back right here. Everyone go through. The season for everyone. I grew up from the river area, from the village where I come from, even though it's not on the map. But you notice that the canoe, that little canoe, the wood, and the little, those little boys with small pants, you see them bouncing in the sea. No matter how that storm bounce that little canoe of those boys, as long as the water could not enter inside that canoe, that storm cannot sink that canoe. What sink many people is not the storm, it's not the problem, it's a fear. Fear. I rebuke fear in your life. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke fear of the unknown. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah writing in Isaiah 53. He said, whose report do you believe? Whose report do you believe? He sent me to tell you. I will never abandon you. Amen. Whose report do you believe? You see somebody that is going about his business or her business. Driving and going everywhere. Doing all the things. Just visited the doctor's office. We will never receive an evil report from the doctor's office. Amen. In the name of Jesus. This person drove himself to doctor office, walked to doctor office. Then the doctor just flipped the computer. I said, I'm sorry, that is something. You notice that same person that drove to the doctor office and walked there could not be go back by his winter leg. Why? The fear. Remember? It is not that moment the doctor have gotten that report, right? Fear. In the name that is above every name, I rebuke fear in your life. I rebuke fear in this house. I rebuke fear in the life of everyone that is sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, he sent me to you. Go tell my children. I will never abandon you. You can never be left without care. You can never be left without protection. You can never be left without support.
can never be deserted. No matter what. You cost God his life. You cost God the life of his son. You understand what I'm saying? That's how important you are. Let's read. Let's go. Jesus help me. Can look at the scriptures. Isaiah. Let's go to the same Isaiah 43. Quickly. From verse number 1 to 6. Isaiah 43 from 1 to 6. Alright, thank you. But now, thus says the Lord who created you. You put your name there. You have to understand that you are created by God. You didn't just drop. You are not manufactured from the lab. The God that created you know everything about you. He has a purpose for your life. And no power will take you out without you fulfilling that purpose. In the name of Jesus. You are not the son of my voice. You can never fulfill purpose. You can never be fulfilled without the one that brought you to life. The one that gave you life. The one that created you. The one that manufactured you. That is the reason why people that are successful in quote in this life, they are very miserable. They are empty. They get into awkward to fill the void they have. They get into drug to fill the void they have. They get into different vices. If you know what these people do, all to feel that vacuum. But there's nothing on earth that can fill that vacuum because you are created in the image of God. It's only God that can fill that vacuum. And that person is Jesus. Until you give your life to Jesus, until you allow Jesus to come in and take his rightful place, you can never be secured. You can never be fulfilled. You can never be satisfied. You can have all the tons of money on earth and all the properties on earth. It can never fulfill. One of the richest men that lived in Nigeria, in Africa, wealthy man, before he died, cried. He said, Money have, death have disgraced money. Because his wife had cancer and they were giving her the drug that she was taking was a thousand pounds. One drug. He said they should keep giving her the drug. After how many years? She died. She, he flew doctors from different parts of the world to her bedside. And yet, she died. And the man looked up and said, Death have disgraced money. The only one that has power over death is Jesus. Amen. Do you know the reason why most of these wealthy, rich drug lords have all these machinery and people around them because they are afraid? You know what I'm saying? They are afraid, they are insecure. 
with their money, with their wealth. Meet any one of them, they will tell the truth. They are not sure tomorrow. But in Christ, you are secure. In me, you shall have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation. I come to give you peace, not as the world give, give that unto you. So it's only in Jesus you have peace, you have security, you have contentment, you have satisfaction. Only in Jesus. Nothing will ever take the place of God. If you like, have all the PhDs on earth, in all the fields on earth. The former vice president of Nigeria had seven PhDs in seven fields. Architect, engineer, lawyer, name it, but he's dead. Somebody say, he will never abandon me. Jesus is the answer. Andrea Crash of blessed memory penned that song before he died. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Money cannot take the place of Jesus. Things, properties cannot take the place of Jesus. Man's accolade and honor cannot take the place of Jesus. Position, power cannot take the place of Jesus. Because he created you for himself. The life that you are having is given to you by him. And when the time allotted to you finish, just as you run out from the time allotted to you in the people's house, White House, right? White House, we borrow you the house for only eight years. You cannot stay there eight years and one hour, no. You are fired. You have to know that Jesus is all you need. Jesus is all you need. But now God says the Lord who created you. Oh man. Oh, woman, oh, not the son of my voice. Oh, Fred, oh, Musa, and you who formed you, oh, members of Trem Atlanta, God's embassy, Smyrna, fear not. Remember, I said the problem is fear, it's not a situation. Fear not. And look at it. Whenever God said, fear not, there are things that will make you to be afraid. Fear not. 
For I have redeemed you. You have been redeemed. You have been purchased. You have been bought back. You are no more a hostage. You understand what I'm saying? He has paid every ransom. You are a freed man. When a Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, right? I watched a movie up to 1900 or the 21st century. Here in Southern State, people were still slaves. They were still held in that farm cotton farm still slave the man raping all the women as he liked until that lady now escaped with the rightful husband and she came to development here in the United States, here in the state of Georgia, Georgia, where you are now living, 21st century, Lincoln is dead and buried, right? You have to discover that Jesus has set you free. The price has been paid. The devil has been terrorizing. John 19 30. It is finished. In the gospel of John, he said it is finished. In Revelation, he said it is done. Don't give room to fear. You are not given the spirit of fear. Whenever fear rises, you said, fear, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. You notice it will disappear. Hey! There is no room for you in my life. I am not giving the spirit of fear. I am giving the spirit of power of love and of sound mind. No place for fear. It will work out. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. Do you see that? It is personal. Christianity is personal. It is not hereditary. You have to receive Jesus as your Savior and your Lord for yourself. You have to know him, know the word of God for yourself. It is what? Personal. Our destiny is what? Personal. I've called you by your name. You are mine. Do you see that? You belong to God. That is why no mount of storm can sink you. Do you see that? God is well equipped. He's well able. He's well powerful. He's well faithful. He's well honorable to take care of his own. You understand what I'm saying? To take care of his own. The United States of America. Anywhere the citizen is held captive. What do they do? They go for their citizen, right? 
we that live inside, within the United States, you don't know how powerful your nation is until you know what they do outside. You hold an American citizen, they are coming after you. No matter the name you answer. And that's why whenever you travel, always get in touch with the Department of State wherever you go. Register your passport with them. Let them know you are there. Anything that happens, just call the American Basie. Are you hearing me? That is the United States. God said, you are mine. Somebody said, I belong to God. And I'm too dangerous to be handled. But if you don't receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, you're your own. Look at it. I said seasons. Season of life, right? He said when you pass through. He didn't say if. Right? He said when you pass through. Which means it will come. You know what I'm saying? It what comes. Challenges come in this life to everyone. But know and know that you are mine when you pass through through the waters the storms of life any circumstance what did he say I will be with you another translation I says I am with you I am there with you somebody said fully secured and through the rivers Quickly, we are going to six. They shall not overflow you. Do you see that? So the challenge, the problem have no capacity to harm or hurt you. Amen. Through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flames scorch you. You know what I'm saying? Fully secured. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you are, you are precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring you descendant from the east and gather you from the west. Can you give me verse 4 and 5 from New Living Translation? Verse 4 and 5 from New Living Translation. Please, quickly. Verse 4 and 5 from New Living Translation. Others were given in essence for you. Do you see that? That's how important you are. So no amount of difficulties, no amount of challenge. The person like it, that is described here, is it like the person that is abandoned? Somebody say, he will not abandon me. Never, never. Look at it. Others were given in essence for you. 
I traded their lives for yours. Because you are precious to me. Do you see yourself as precious to God? When you see yourself the way God sees you, there are things you don't do. There are places you don't go. You know what I'm saying? You carry yourself with dignity because you are a royalty. Because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. Do you say that? Even if no man recognizes you, if, if no one honors you, God honors you. Are you hear me? The honor of God surpasses a man's honor. You can have Oscar Award and you don't, you are dishonored before God. And what God says is what matters. The President of the United States can give you the highest award in the land and yet before God you are dishonored. What God says is what matters. You, he said he will not abandon you. He will never abandon you. He has loved you. He has honored you. And you are precious. Say, therefore, do not be afraid. For I'm with you, repeating it again. Praise God. Unless, can I have... Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4 and 5 from the Amplified Version. Amplified Classic, yes. Let marriage be held in honor, esteemed, worthy, precious of great price, and especially dear in all things. And thus let the marriage bed be undefiled, kept undishonored, for God will judge and polish the unchaste, all guilty of sexual vice and adulterous. Do you see this? You see, today these things are creeping into the church. They don't have any more honor and respect for marital vows. Men are sleeping around. Women are sleeping around. Not to talk about the hyper youths that are sleeping around. When you don't honor your marital bed, you are dishonoring God. Remember you belong to him. So everything about you must honor him. If he has placed honor on your life, why should you practice anything that are dishonoring? You understand what I'm saying? I said, when God have loved you and have honored you and have chosen and called you by your name, you belong to him. There are things you don't do right. There are places you don't go. Because you're a royalty. Forget about pressures. Dignify yourself because you're a Jew. 
tomorrow those people that talk down on you will do what? Talk up to you. You understand what I'm saying? So you maintain your dignity. You maintain your chastity. Praise God. Look at it. It said, let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money. Today, many people, they place money before God. Some are selling their children, their mother, their father, their friends, relationship for money. Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possessions. Today, people place more premium on earthly possession than heavenly account. They can do anything to acquire property anywhere in the world. To have anything on earth. But they are not ready to make heavenly investment. <laughs> Remember, when you were coming, you came like this. Small children, right? Naked. But with a hand like this, I come to grab. But as an adult, when you die, when you are going home, it's like this. Have you ever seen anyone that died, any cop with their hand like this? No. Their hands are always open. Do you think it is by accident? No. As a spiritual truth, you came to grab, but now I'm going at your weakness. I'm not going with anything. Why? Because naked you came and naked you are going. That was number one. Number two, everything on earth here belongs to the earth. The earth is so selfish that it does not permit that which belongs to him to be taken away from it. Even this physical body you have, when you are buried, it will go back to it to become a new. You understand what I'm saying? This one you are saying, you have figured this, you are this and that. Wait, wait, wait. The suit, the jewelry, everything they give you will evaporate. Nothing is going with you to heaven. That's why Jesus said, lay up not your treasure here on earth. Are you hearing me? Don't lay your treasure on earth. Don't lay your treasure on earth. Don't lay your treasure here on earth. Where the wrath and moth fire thieves, everything will consume them. Because anything that belongs to the earth is the earth. He said, lay up your treasure where? In heaven. For where your treasure is, there your heart is. The reason why many let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and cravings from earthly possession. Because that's where their heart is. 
Today you talk about the things of God. Making sacrifice to send missionaries. To build things for God. To build the things for the things of God. Count me out. But to go and buy, to fly from Atlanta to Houston or LA for party, they will go. You don't care how much it's going to cost to fly into LA, be in a hotel for days for a party. But look at it that work that God has blessed you with. The tithe, just 10% of your, oh, depending on how many percent you are paying, how faithful are you? Offering to help the needy, how faithful are you? To send missionaries, how faithful are you? He said, no, that is not it. He said, be satisfied with, we are going to six, we are stopping at six. Be satisfied with your present circumstances. The present circumstance is what you have at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Remember I said contentment and satisfaction come through your Jesus. Be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. Your state today, be grateful to God. You know what I'm saying? A thinking heart is a grateful heart, right? And a grateful heart is a heart that always attracts the goodness of God, the favor and the blessings of God. When you are grateful to God for where you are today and what you have, and you are faithful, he will push you to the next level. You know he can trust you. Remember, he owns it all. The earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The world and they that do therein. I preach in this house and I asked the question can God trust you and I told us in that message can God trust you I said that God doesn't have any problem it's not difficult for God to make you a billionaire overnight right but the issue is can he trust you when he put that resource in your hand Will you use it to glorify him? Will you use it to honor him? Or will you use it to go against God? Do you know there are many using the talent, the wisdom, the brain, the money God gives them, the office God gives them to fight against God? Be content, be satisfied. With your present circumstances and with what you have. For he, God himself, has said. Look at it. For he, God himself, has said. I will not in any way fail you. Nor give you up. Nor leave you without support. Remember, to be abandoned is left without support. I will not abandon you. That's where we pull the test from. I will not leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you. I will not in any degree what? Leave you helpless nor forsake 
nor let you down, nor relax my hold on you, assuredly not. Somebody say, I'm fully covered. What assurance again do you have? If you take only this verse 5 and 6 and say, so that, so we take comfort and encourage and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? If you take this scripture, 4, 5, 6, and you breathe on it, meditate on it, you think about it, nothing in this world will put fear in you. You will be faithful to God. You will use the gift, the life, the talent, the resources, the wisdom, the brain he gives you to serve and worship him. Some always say he will, not he will never abandon me. So he sent me to tell you I will not abandon you. Don't be afraid. Challenges will come. Are you hearing me? Challenges come. Don't be afraid. Before he comes, he has already made a way for you. Time will not permit. The Bible told us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, he said he through the same temptation made way of escape. Before any challenge come, he has made a way. Can you talk to him? Can you thank him for this awesome promise of never abandoning you? Never abandoning you. Always being there for you. Carrying you through every storm, every challenges, every season, every trial, every difficulties. Glory, we worship you, Father. We thank you for who you are to us. Father, even as the voice of man ceases, I ask you to echo this truth in our spirit. Echo this truth in our heart. Echo this truth in our soul. Help us, O oh God, to know that you will never, never abandon us. That you are ever with us. You are ever with us. For in you we live and move and have our being. If wherever we are, you are. Wherever we go, you go. For we carry you wherever we are. We believe you, Father. We believe your report. We receive your word today. We receive the truth of your word in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name. In Jesus' name. Now listen to me. You under the sermon of my voice, Aqua, that have not known Jesus as Lord and Savior. This word is for you also. God loves you so much that he gives Jesus. He cares for you. Have you ever asked us why are you still alive today? It's because of the love of God for you. He's giving you a chance to return back home to him. So why not receive him as your Lord and Savior? I want to pray with you. I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. You came to this world. You died for my sin. You rose again from the dead for my justification. Right now, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Help me from today to live for you. 
Help me to know that you will never abandon me. I believe it. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name. That is it, my dear. You are now God's responsibility. I want you to go to your smartphone or your tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is free. Make the Bible your roadmap. Because the Bible is the roadmap to your destiny. Make the Bible your good friend. Spend time with the Bible. Go to any Bible-believing church where you will be taught the word of God. Tell the pastor I sent you. And if you are here in Atlanta, United States, Georgia, I will invite you to Trem Atlanta. We are at 1611-1611 Roswell Street, Smyrna, zip code 30080. Our service day is Sunday morning, 10 a.m. I look forward to receiving you. Remember, he sent me to tell you, I will never abandon you. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.